0: All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show from season 16 of The Voice, Miss Maylene Jarman. Maylene, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good. My, your life's changed a little bit lately, hasn't it?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's been a whirlwind of a week for sure. Yeah. It's felt like a month within one week. It's been
0: crazy. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) All right, let's get into this show. So, um... So you, you sang Fields of Gold for your blind audition. You got a four-chair turn. Did. Yep, four-chair turn. So just kind of tell my listeners a little bit about that experience.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, well, you know, I chose Fields of Gold because, you know, it's a classic. Everybody knows it. And it's just one of those songs I feel like hasn't been done in a while on, on one of these shows and it's got such beautiful imagery and I was just really excited to be able to be creative with it and especially since it's originally done by, you know, a man, I, putting out like, the female perspective on it was great and, you know, I, I really didn't have any expectations on how it would affect the coaches or anything like that. You know, I just, I wanted to connect to the song and, and hopefully, you know, touch people and connect with people, and and I went out there, and I was actually, on the day I auditioned, I was actually the last of the day, and I mm-hmm. was like, oh, everybody's pretty tired, and I went out there, and, and I just remember thinking, like, looking at the coaches' chairs, you know, these are, like, the chairs that everybody thinks of, and, and seeing Adam, uh, John, Kelly, Blake on the back of them, and, and then there's, like... 300 people in the crowd and they're really, really quiet when you come out and it's just like, you're like, well, this isn't real. Like, no, this is actually real. This is crazy. So, was, you know, you, you kind of go into like your adrenaline kicks in and, mm. and my body wasn't reacting how you think it would. I wasn't like freaking out. I was like, yeah, I can totally do this. This is great. I oh. remember what I'm thinking about and, and then I was actually so into the song and like so into, you know, the, the sound that there is obviously like Notch. I mean, their equipment is just right. beautiful, and the band is so great, and I was just like loving the moment, and then I, you know, looked up and realized that they were looking at me, <laughs> 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 like, I was like, oh man, I hope there was not like a short in their chairs. they somehow all turned before I have even wow. gotten halfway through the song, and then I was like, well, oh. <laughs> this is for sure going to be aired, and they for sure
0: seen
1: this, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I gotta end it well. That's
0: so career. so when you were singing, you you didn't hear any of the so- chairs turning.
1: No, I, I didn't I didn't notice. You know, I was. Wow. I, what was interesting was that since the crowd was going, so you know you know they start wooing and, and cheering pretty quickly, and I because I'm deaf in one ear, I had to kind of like scoot over to where my monitors were, and I was like very focused on right. hearing the music through that, that my my monitors on my
0: right. my good ear side. Wow! Yeah, and I and I remember yeah. when they when they profiled you, they talked about your hearing impairment a little bit, and I really, really, mm-hmm. admi- I I just really admire you because um, you, you. You, you just don't let that stop you at all. I mean, you just you just forge on. I love that.
1: Yeah, you know, music is one of those things that it's instilled in you from you know pretty young, and I mean, for me at least, and my dad is musician and. Um, it, it's interesting, like, walking down the street and, like, talking to people is, is, is hard for me to hear, or if somebody's whispering, that's difficult. But the way that music, you know, moves through the air and the way the vibrations are, you know, I can tend to tell a key based off of the vibrations. And mm-hmm. so, you know, music is kind of like the one, you know, the stage is the one place where I, I don't feel... You know, like the a disability at all, or like I'm
0: hindered in mm-hmm. any way. Yeah, so, that's so awesome. Yeah, so so yeah. Yep. Yeah, cool. yeah. So when all the judges were standing for you, not only did you get a four chair turn, you got a standing ovation too. You had all of them standing for you. So talk us through that.
1: Yeah. The- unexpected as well, and it's funny because, you know, my, my family is off to the side, and I don't, I can't see anything that they're doing, and when we watched it, you know, they were they were realizing that the coaches were standing, and my dad's going, oh my gosh, she's getting a standing, mm-hmm. oh! And, you know, in that time, what's funny is I don't really remember them standing. <laughs> my parents had to tell me afterwards, they are like, they were all standing for you, and I was like, really? That's amazing. I think I was just so, like, you know, at the end of it, when you're done singing, you're like, oh, thanks.
0: Lord, that I got through that without, you know, getting too nervous, and you just like, it's such a build-up to that moment, like, that is the moment, so, you know, you know, coming I, up to that This is my eighth season um, interviewing the voice contestants, and wow. one, one of the common denominators is a lot of the singers say the same thing. It's almost like when they get up there and do the blind audition, it's like, it's like, um, there's, like, a blackout. I mean, they, they, they don't remember, like, a oh, lot like, of the stuff that happens.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you just build up that moment, and you have such an inner monologue going on about, you know, everything and life, keeping your cool, and, like, you know, you're so focused on music, mm-hmm. and then you kind of forget that you, like, you have to be present after, you know, the song is done. And then, yep. you know, and for me, you know, I just, I really had no expectations, and I genuinely mean that. And then when they were all looking at me and and actually fighting for me it was so surreal and it was like (laughs) so validating in a lot of ways but it was also like incredibly humbling it was just like you know it's like crazy mix of emotions and it was it was you know i've been doing this for a while now and i've done a lot of stages and i've you know i've done this but to, to have these artists kind of validated
0: yeah, that's a really good point. So, and it's like legends too, and we're talking like legendary musicians that are all standing for you.
1: Absolutely, it was it was insane for sure. And and you know John Legend, especially you know I, I kind of had an idea that he would be who cool. I would want to work with if he chose to turn. Yeah. And
0: um, The chance to be able to work
1: with him is. Um, Crazy and amazing, and yep. just beyond exciting.
0: Um. Yeah. So, so you did pick John, John Legend. Did you have Did you have John in mind prior to you uh, to the blind blind audition, or or? Did yeah, you, you know, I mean, it, they're all amazing
1: artists, and like the chance to work with any of them would be crazy, well, and they
0: like,
1: you know, just amazing in general. But for me, you know, he has done so much mm-hmm. and he's been successful in so many areas in, in music and he you know he's he has worked for a lot of years to get where he is and he's he's just I feel like he's like a storyteller mm-hmm. and I feel like I really would connect with him you know in that way and, and you know he's, he's a new coach so he's got kind of an excitement and sure. like a fresh Perspective, and I think that was really exciting for me. And I, I, I just kind of thought that you know he would be
0: someone really great to work with. I, I think it was the best pick for you, myself. And like you said before, that you can't go wrong with any of, them, honestly. But I really was hoping you would pick John Legend because I just went after I saw your song, I saw your performance. So I said, yeah, I think John Legend would be perfect. I really. <laughs> should. Yeah,
1: you know, it's funny. It, he. You know, I've only had you know, you know, very little time with him, but right, right. in that small time, he is, you know, he is just like the most down to earth person, and he's so caring. And he, you would tell he already cares about his team. Like he really wants everyone to do well, and he's very like efficient and insightful. With all, he doesn't know any of us really, but he knows how to get the best from us just by by watching us perform. You know. Yeah, small amount of time, you know? So he, and it's super exciting, and I know that, you know, he, getting the chance to work with any of them, I'm sure you have that, that realization as well, but mm-hmm. it's been a it's while. Yeah, can imagine.
0: I kind of get to know him, yeah. <laughs> so talk about the night before the audition. I always like to get the takes of the singers like the night before, like what was going through your mind, like the nerves, preparation, um, how to sleep, things like that.
1: So, I mean, the night before, of course, is you go into, like, all right, now I'm not going to talk too much. I'm going to drink a whole bunch of water. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is the your brain is not stopping before you go to sleep. So you're, like, you know that <laughs> sleep is the best thing and that you need that. And you're just, like, constantly playing over and over your head how it's going to be. And, like, you're playing your song in your head. So, um yeah, I had to take some Zicam for sure the night before so I could sleep. Yeah. But you know, at, at some point you have to tell yourself like, you know, this song like this is what you do. You want to do this, and y- you love you love singing this song, and you're just gonna go out there and, and do what you've rehearsed, and you are only in control of, of that, and everything else is you know up to the States. and I, I remember it's funny because, I've, you know, I've done a lot of shows in the city. I've done a lot of, I have my original music, and I play the band, and I, I got more nervous playing in New York shows for, like, smaller crowds mm-hmm. than I was for that moment, and I don't know if it's because I just felt really prepared, or if your, your body does just go into, like, well, you know, you don't want to make a fool of yourself, you got to do this. But, um, mm. it was, I felt really comfortable and I was just really excited mm. and obviously, like, the opportunity is like, you have one shot and mm. it just seems like a waste to let your nerves, you know, get the best of you. So, I think I really like being,
0: you, you know, know I, I, like, I had, um, for me, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish your thought, but, please. No, no, you, you finish, I was going to say,
1: like, luckily for me, I, I have such a great support system as well yeah. my family is just amazing and, and, um, you know, my, my parents know just what to say, and I'm, I'm very
0: lucky to have that. Yeah, having those natural supports is huge. Family and, and that, uh-huh. that support network is great. I was going to say, I interviewed um, Brad Arnold. He's the lead singer of, this, of the rock band Three Doors Down. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah, they're they're from my area, so I've gotten to know those guys um, over the years. But I asked him this, a similar question. He told me the same thing you said about, about nerves He's more nervous playing, like, even though he's, like, you know, famous now and they've sold millions of records, um, he said that he would rather, he, he's more calm playing in stadiums than he is in front of, like, a bar, in front of, a, in, like, in exactly. front of 30 people. That's, that's pretty reason, cool. And,
1: like, fewer like, people and, and like, like, living room settings make me more nervous. Coffee shop settings, for some reason. I don't know what it is, but... but when I, you know when I get on that stage and music stages in general, I think it's just it's adrenaline and it's the fact that it it seems so surreal in a lot of ways, and so yeah you know you're, yeah it's it's kind of crazy, but it is true and I, I don't I don't know necessarily what the psychology is behind that, but it's
0: it's very true, maybe it's because it's just more it just seems like it's more personable. It's more, per- like, like you only have a few people right there looking at you. It's almost like, if there's, like, 50,000 people looking at you, it's not as personal, maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of reaching yeah. straws here, maybe. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, that could definitely be part of it. You
1: know, I think that, yeah, yeah. it could be true. I mean, I, I, you know, I love being personable,
0: though. I love,
1: like, that connection, and so I, I don't, I don't I don't know. Maybe that
0: is true. Yeah, it could there's be. There's something behind that. Um, yeah. So, so I got a couple more things for you. I'll let you go. I know you're busy. And I also thank you for doing this a little bit early oh tonight, gosh. too. Um, oh my gosh, not a problem. Really thank you for having that. me. Yeah, it's great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so tell the listeners a little bit about how 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 you end up on the voice. What's the journey there? You
1: know, what's funny is that I, you know, I never really thought it would be a route for me. And th- thinking about how many people go and audition and how. Know, they have to stick through just so many talented people. Um, it's kind of a daunting, you know, thought to go to these cattle calls and, mm-hmm. you know, go through the whole process and and for me, you know, I was really focused on writing and and I wanted to kinda of like make it my own way way sort of and, you know, New York is a struggle in its own way. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody knows that, even if you haven't lived here, you've heard it and it's very true. And, you know, I, I I worked with some people that ended up you know, kind of taking advantage of me and I didn't end, yeah. end up getting an album that I thought I was going to have yeah. and, and all these things were kind of going wrong. And you know, last year... You know, I just, um, I got out of a relationship and I was working at a restaurant and I was like, I'm not making music and I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm in New York where it's so expensive and there's so many people, but you can feel so lonely. And I was just like, you know, I think I might go back to Texas and, you know, kind of regroup here. And, and, then, I, and then I met a producer and we started, we had a, a writing session together. We had a, like, a recording session and we did a song and it was like, it lit a fire in me again. I was like, wow. Right. And then, I'm like, that that same week that I did that, I got an email from The Voice Casting, and they had seen a video of mine, and they they're like, we'd love for you to come audition. And oh, in my head, I was like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you know, it's cliche and everybody says it, but it's like the opportunity that comes right when you need it, and it's like when you're at your lowest. And, and it really was that, for me, and you know, I was like, "What am, what, you know, what am I gonna lose?" You know, at trying for this, and um, it was—it's it's a different process than I think most people would think. It, it was um, actually so much positivity, and everyone in, that's involved in the voice—they, they just want you to succeed. And, they want you to be your best, and they're so nice, and they, they treat all of the contestants, you know, not like their cattle, but like their people, and it, it was, you know, so much more pleasant than I think a lot of people would expect it to be, and, um, you know, all of the artists, at least in, in my current season, that I was lucky enough to, you know, meet and um, start a friendship with, um, you know. These are uh, amazing artists, and I think this, this season is particularly talented,
0: and um, it's, it's been just a wonderful process. <clears throat> Let me tell you, this is, like I said before, this is my eighth season interviewing uh, the contestants, uh-huh. so I got a pretty good finger on the pulse of the talent level, and of course every season there's <laughs> crazy talent, but this season yeah. is definitely loaded, man, it's stacked. Uh, that kid that was last night, the kid from the Philippines, is gonna be a force, man. Yes. Oh, oh my god. My god.
1: <laughs> and not only is he that talented, but he is also like the nicest
0: person. Oh, that's great
1: ever he's just like he's so sweet so it, yeah it's, and that's what it is yes there's, a, there's all these artists that are amazing but they're also just like great people and they want to
0: collaborate
1: yeah. and it's like a really wonderful energy
0: and great and that's another great thing about the voice is is whether or not you go on and go to the lives and, and and win the thing it, it doesn't really well of course it matters if you win <laughs> it changes your life but you know what even if you don't win but even if you don't win the networking you'll do, the relationships you're gonna you're gonna develop, all the collab opportunities, and then plus, of course, you'll always have this on your resume. You'll, you know, always. Exactly. So it's a win win. It's really a great situation. It's, yeah,
1: it's all worth it. And you know, I think with every you know every performance, I you know, I think that everybody's thinking you know you just got to go out there and, and give a performance that you're proud of because even if it's your last if it's something good you can you know mm-hmm. really work with that and no matter i think how far you go in this there's all you know they automatically build a platform for you which is fantastic mm-hmm. and think about the voices you know they don't, it's not about superstardom necessarily they're giving artists a platform right to on it, you know, and to really have our stuff ready to go, mm-hmm. so if there's, you know, at some point you're, you're off the show, you are ready with something, and, and you're able to kind of get through that, this crowd of, you know, lots of musicians right now that are, you know, Spotify is making great for DIY musicians mm-hmm. to upload their music, but with that, it's a lockdown
0: Yep, and you know, a lot A lot of the, um, a lot of listeners don't realize, like, when you try out for The Voice, it's not like you're on TV the next day, I mean, it is a marathon to get there, and I don't think yeah. a lot of people know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot of work, it's yeah. a lot of, um, there's a lot of stages to the process, and it is, you know, I mean, you mean, new audition, and, like, originally, you know, like, when the cattle calls are, so, like in, you know, June, May is when you know, this season like did their initial audition, which is a long time. It becomes it becomes a lot of your life for
0: sure. Absolutely. It's an investment. All right. So uh, before I let you go, one more thing, and then I'm gonna—I'll give you an opportunity to tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music. Um, share some advice. What's—what's what's some advice you could—you could share with somebody who's listening to this podcast, maybe, and they're thinking about trying out for next season or, or next season after that. What would you tell them?
1: You will only regret it not going and not knowing. Yeah. So there is, you know, if, if you go and and even if it's, you know, it doesn't work your way, there, it's such a learning experience. And honestly, you know, it, it is such a great experience, no matter how far you go in it. And even if you, you know, don't get to the blind auditions, it's still so it's you're going out there and you're putting yourself out there and that's what's important and you know as long as I would say you have to be strong in what you want to say as an artist and and strong in how you how you want to you know be perceived and be really strong in yourself um they really love confidence and they love you to be like you know very secure in who you are so I would definitely say to just go out there and be completely yourself and um that the only regret would
0: be not trying. It's really great. It's sound advice. It's fantastic advice, in fact. If you don't yeah. try it, you'll never know. You know? and You'll regret you never that. know.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Perfect. All right, so yeah. tell everybody out there. I mean, a little while ago, you mentioned that you have your own thing going on, also. So you feel free to uh-huh. talk about that if you'd like. Also, anybody that wants to follow you on your social media, tell them where they can do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So all my social media is mailin music so it's m-a-e-l-y-n music and that's on all the platforms mailin music and um at some point in the summer i'll be releasing my ep um which i'm super excited about um and that will be something that i'll definitely share on my social media for more details on that but i i'll be doing you know shows on new york city after the show is done and and hopefully doing um some kind of tour in the fall. So, yeah, lots of
0: exciting things come up. Sure sounds like it. And I want to get you back on the show, yeah. too, um, just to get an update yeah, on The absolutely. Voice. Plus, also, I'll talk about, um, you know, Beyond The Voice. So, always come back. You're always welcome. Sure. Them. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure
1: talking to you.